Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. G'day there, it's Andrew here. Looking forward to talking to you about creating a, a freedom farm, a freedom business. If you look at the, the definition of a real business, it's a highly profitable enterprise that has the ability to work whether you're there or not. And I really feel that a lot of, lot of, a lot of you got into farming to experience freedom. And certainly it's been my experience that um, that's a bit of a mirage for a lot of farmers that uh, there's, a, there's a big lack of freedom and there's a big feeling of overwhelm and stress and, and lower returns and really not, not getting the freedom that you signed up for in the first place. So we're going to explore how to actually create a freedom farm in this podcast. Um, just to give you a bit of an update, what's been happening in, in our world, we had a fantastic week last week. I was down in Adelaide and we had a day with, uh, we have an, an alumni program, which is all the graduates that have gone through our mastermind program. They've, they've uh, finished a three-year journey with us and they've stayed on the alumni program where we, we continue benchmarking them and we have a day where we go over the benchmarks um, and, and each business has the opportunity to update the others and, and also explain where they're going and just get some feedback and help. And it was just extraordinary to see the success and the results of the group. Um, just to share with you, the, the average returns of that particular group was over 9% average uh, return on assets managed, which is significantly higher than the Australian average of 2%. And I, I just really got the opportunity to see the power of what happens when you're in a community, when you're in a mastermind of like-minded business owners, and you're all in that together um, with a with a view to run highly profitable businesses. And really the feedback was all about what, what each person can do now to continue that growing their, their current um, enterprises and, 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 do, and do even better. And, and then we followed that particular day with, with two full days. We had 150 farmers in the room where we focused on leadership. And the whole topic was creating a winning team and how, how do you step back and enable a team to run the, the show for you and and that's what the crux of this training is going to be about really how do you create a freedom farm um, and and what are the steps in order to uh, set up a company that can really operate whether you're there or not and many many of you will be thinking you know I don't want that I don't have an intention for that and and that's fine we're not we're not saying you have to have a freedom farm. The thing you do need to think about though is what happens if you do get sick and what happens if something unexpected happens? Uh, what happens if you go another eight years and you you lose the physical ability to be a successful farmer um, you either physical or mental or or something happens so what we're inviting you to consider is creating a freedom farm is a is a risk mitigation strategy that enables you to step back and, and really, even if you go away for a holiday, the business has the opportunity to grow and expand while you're not there because it's, it's being run by others. And so if, you, if you're able to create that, then you've got the opportunity to be a farmer or not. The choice is yours. And that just provides you so many options um, that you can either 
continue farming. You can either scale up by buying more farms, leasing more land. You can start another business or you can just take more holidays, simply start enjoying life more. So there's a number of benefits of having the goal of creating a freedom farm and giving yourself a healthy time frame to achieve it. I believe it's absolutely achievable within a, a five-year period with focus. Uh, but the first point that I, I will make here is you need to have it as a goal. If, if it's not a goal, you'll never achieve it. So that goal will need to be written down um, somewhere so you're able to have that as an intention, if you like. And a time, Remember, a goal is a dream with a deadline. That's really all a goal is. And so without the goal, you, you will often find um, that you may remain trapped in being a busy farmer. And that's so, so, so that's really the first step. So I'm going to dive into it. But before I do, I want to make the point that you need to be profitable. You, you can't step towards creating a freedom farm if you're not running a, a profitable enterprise. And uh, we run a, a two-day event. We call it the Top Producers Program. It's, it's two full days where we, myself and my business partner, Greg Johnson, with the help of some successful farmers, show you um, on day one how to create a really profitable enterprise, and then day two, how to set things up so the enterprise can run without you. Um, tr- top producers stands for transform, optimize, propel. And we, in, we workshop your business over those two days so you get to uh, see what we're teaching and, and implement as we go along, um, we our next event's coming up very, very soon, by the way. So please check it out at farmownersacademy.com forward slash events, farmownersacademy.com forward slash event. Um, we're, we're about 70% full for the next one. So And super early bird tickets at the moment are still available. But uh, the, the reason I'm sharing this is we, we can't dive into creating team members and hiring team members if you're not at least profitable. And that's why we're huge advocates of you learning what it takes to run a highly profitable farm. And Greg Johnson, my business partners, created, if you like, some some KPIs or some targets that we believe you need to be reaching in order to be profitable. Okay, so And this is why we, we're such big believers of benchmarking your property so you can get real returns on how you're actually going. And I want to make the point that this, the information that you get from your accountant, your tax returns, your P&L statements, your balance sheets, is never a true reflection of what's really going on within your business. A real benchmark, um, which w- will give you direct knowledge on what your figures really really are okay so and and it's not the figures for the banks it's the it's the reality of your business and you can't really improve something you're not measuring right so so in order to be profitable you need a benchmark and that's why we benchmark everyone that comes into our world and provide them a summary of, well here is your current figures and we we uh, benchmark you to 10 key targets i won't go into all of that today but I'll give you a few of them, just to be clear. So we believe that you do need a net profit ratio greater than 30%. So what does that mean? Well, that means if you've got a, a, a yearly turnover, let's say it's a million dollars, very simply, that means your net profit needs to be $300,000 or more. Um, we have a net profit 
or a KPI target of return on assets managed, return on assets owned, return on farm equity, all of these need to be greater than 5%. So as a baseline, if it's 5%, that means if you're managing a million dollars of asset, then it needs to be returning you at least $50,000 a year. So the average now um, group that we, we recently ran the benchmarking on is 9%. So they're $90,000 a year. So, but, but the average Australian farmer is sitting around about 2.5%. So their average return is $25,000 on every million dollars of assets owned. So, so without going too much into this, you need to know your figures and you need to really understand um, what you need to do in order to achieve these these key performance indicators. Because if you can't achieve these KPIs, then you're not running a very viable business. It just, it just means that you're going to be working hard and not getting the returns that you want. Now, some of you might need to scale more. You might need to find out a way to increase production on your current block. You might need to figure out a way to acquire more assets or become more profitable in other ways. But that's the that's the beauty of knowing where you're at, and that's the beauty of knowing um, where you need to get to. Okay, because as soon as you've got the, the clarity on those two fit those two items, you're in a position to ask good questions on what you need to do to bridge the gap. And that's exactly what we do um, at Farm Owners Academy. We, we benchmark everyone. We then compare it to the top performing farmers around the country. And then we, we help those people bridge the gap. What, what changes do you need to make within your, your business in order to, to bridge the gap? And so you, and, and that's why we're so, so huge on um, creating a plan and, and, and having a strategic plan that actually helps you learn, well, what do you need to do? What levers do you need to pull? What do you need to focus on to hit these KPIs and turn your business into a highly profitable company? Um, and, and look, just keep an eye out because we've recently created a program called the Farm Financial Framework, which is all about teaching you how to interpret and analyze your, your figures. And so we're really looking forward to releasing that. That'll be released in 2020. Uh, we're looking at a March release date where uh, it'll also include a mini benchmark um, and give you a really good assessment of, of your numbers and, and actually a better assessment than what your accountant will be able to provide you. Um, so we're looking forward to <laughs> we're looking forward to providing that for you. So that's phase one. You can't create a freedom farm if you're not profitable. So phase one is you've got to become really, really profitable. You've got to hit these, these figures. Um, and then you need to step into these two simple steps. I'll reiterate that. I've said they're simple. They are simple, but they, they can appear complex to many of many people in business because it's quite a significant shift that needs to occur. And, and the first part of this is you need to stop being a farmer and you need to become the owner of a farming business. You, you can't run a freedom farm if you're the farmer. Uh, a great simple explanation of this is I want you to think of a, a dentist that's out cleaning teeth and fixing other people's teeth. Now, while they're drilling and, and working on the on the teeth, 
who's running the business, right? Who's managing the team? Who's creating the systems to improve the business? Who's out there finding the next patients? Who's coming up with ways to generate more, more money, more profit? Who's measuring the numbers? And there's a big distinction between being a dentist and running a dentist's business. And there's, this is a very important distinction when it comes to succeeding in farming. There's a huge gap between the mindset of a farmer and the mindset of an owner of a farming business. And so the farmer is very used to being busy and doing all the work and um, executing all the tasks on the farm, whereas the owner uh, thinks very, very differently. The owner thinks, how do I employ people to run those jobs? Okay, So that's a, that's a very important concept. We spend a lot of time on this at the Top Producers event and um, in our Take Control program that we, we offer because... We really need uh, you to, to let go of the identity of a farmer and, and create the identity of a business owner. And yeah, they're, they're worlds and worlds and worlds apart because a business owner and a successful business owner leads from the back of the ship, not the front. In fact, they're the person that recognizes that I can't be the doer here. I need to create a winning team around me. But before that... Um, the, the owner has to also, and this is the third part of this, this conversation. So, so first part is be profitable. Second part is, is think like an owner, not a farmer. Uh, drop the identity of a farmer and become the identity of the business owner. The third part is you need to master leadership. And um, I'm giving you a, a uh, five minutes overview of as to what we really spoke we spent two days on this recently and there were some big shifts in the room with our group um because all of them that come to us want to want to succeed more business you know that they're, 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 we farm owners academy we exist to help you succeed at being a better business owner not a better farmer it's really really important and so one of those skills is is leadership of course you have to master leadership and a lot of these skills aren't taught at school or through uni. They're not really taught at the colleges as far as I'm aware. That may, maybe they are these days. I certainly wasn't taught these skills at college. These are, these are skills that I have uh, paid, paid money to, to, to pick up through courses and, and mentors and coaches, etc. But see, great leaders, they, they think in three key ways. Um, and the first thing is they think in systems. And they recognize that systems come before people, which means as a, to think of it, to be a successful business owner, you need to systemize everything that gets done within your business. So back to the dentist, the dentist needs to systemize how do we meet and greet our customers when they arrive? Then we need to systemize what, how do we pull off a procedure? So we create consistency amongst all our dentists, okay? What's our protocol of customer service? What's our protocol of how we, um, how we put a filling in, for example? I mean, they'd have a list of protocols. And, and of course, this needs to be systemized, documented, so there's no discrepancy amongst the team members. They'd have a system for how do we rebook the client back in for their next session? How do we follow up on them? You know, what's our system for... Um, billing and, and invoicing? What's our system for, for paying the bills? What, whatever it is. So that they would look at all the things that happen within their business. And the first phase is I've got to systemize, all right? And if you come back to being an owner, there's so many systems you need to think about. 
you know, to think about recruitment systems. How do we recruit and find good farmers and team members? How do we induct those into our organisation? How do we uh, manage them? How, how do we communicate and, and run the business from a point of view of uh, updating them on the strategic goals of the business? Um, uh, so they're, they're those alone versus what are the systems that we need to run for our operations? So, for example, um, we have some clients in our business who, are, who, who, who run bees and they would have systems for harvest. They've got systems for all the different things that they do on their farm. Um, Hooper's Honey, they're amazing clients. And so there's, there's seven or eight key systems that they need to create in order to deliver operations within their business. And then we've got systems for finance. We've got updating the budgets and reviewing the P&Ls and updating scorecards and getting the benchmarks in and collecting the data so you can have an effective benchmark. So so really an owner of a business is very aware and has learnt the skills of what they need to systemize and how to systemize, right? And I mean this is this is why I love um, what we do at Farm Owners Academy is, is we, we this, these are the skills, these are the things that we teach, not just the, the teachings, but we provide all the templates and, and exactly what you need to do in order to create this. And once you've got the systems in place, you then need to hire well. You need to find the right people that are often better at the jobs than you are. And you need to focus on being the liftee, not the lifter, which means that um, you you are comfortable with everyone else being busy, yet you're able to sit back and allow others to do the jobs on the farm. And some of you may only need one person that will give you that freedom because that one person will, will take over so much of the work that you need to do. You might not be in a position to hire more, more than one person. And I know one of our team members, um, his name's Cameron England, and he he was able to hire a gun um, and refer back to my podcast on how to hire a gun, gun employee or a gun worker. Uh, and I, I teach a little bit about how to find a gun. But Cameron was able to fo- hire an amazing um, worker that was his previous experience was shearing. It wasn't even farming, and Cameron's able to train him up and let this guy uh, run run a lot of the tasks on his farm for him. Now Cameron's recently had a little baby and is able to be a dad, and he recently had a six week holiday over in England and was able to let go because this this team member the the three ticks you've got to put here they've got to get it, they've got to want it, and they've got to have capacity. Right, that they've got to be the right people, and you need to be very, very good at hiring, recruiting, and inducting, and then um, training, if you like, these these team members on the systems that you've created. But if you don't create the systems, then you'll find that the team member will just make things up themselves, and that's when you, mistakes are made. Right. So what typically happens is you then get caught up fixing their problems. And uh, it just becomes very frustrating for you, and then you end up realizing that oh, that person's hopeless, and I'll sack them. What you probably didn't realize was you you just hadn't set things up correctly to bring the best out in that person. But you can't. When it comes to hiring, you can't go hiring the local person at the pub. Um, the, the, the first person you meet, that's what most people do. The problem with that is it, it's about one in a thousand chance that that person's going to be any good. Um, 
because they're often just not the right person for the job. They don't fit your values or you haven't got your values defined and, and they, they don't have any systems to follow. There's, you know, they're not, they don't have a job description and they end up um, being chaos for you and you just, you just ends up costing you more money actually than what it's worth. So that's the second part. The third part is probably the one that will hold, that I think holds most most farmers back. So you might have the systems in place, you might have the team, you, you might find team members, but you need to be comfortable letting go. You need to be very trusting that someone else can do the job as well as you, if not better than you. Um, and look, trust is a really key um, ingredient to running a freedom farm. Like you, you really have to be trusting that, you know, in, I mean, in our business, um, I'm very comfortable having team members paying the bills and, and very comfortable having other coaches doing the coaching. And, um, uh, I'll, I'll introduce very, very soon, but I'm, I'm handing over the reins of the CEO role of running the business. Now, I wasn't always like that. I used to always think that, um, I was the best person for all these jobs, but I've, I've, I've actually realized that that's my ego. You know, our ego gets in the way. Our ego is we, we think that we're better than everyone else. And I've come to realize that that, that will really stop you running a really great business. If you've got an ego that you think you're better than everyone else, um, because the most successful business owners that I've coached have an attitude of everyone else is better than me. Therefore, I'm very happy for them to do the task. I mean, think Richard Branson. Um, that's how he operates his entire life and, and why he can run $7 billion companies is just because he hires people better than him. Um, he will admit that he's not very good at, you know, he's dyslexic and he's not very good at, at most things. He can't fly a plane. He's terrible at, he'd be terrible at the admin. So he just hires people to, do those jobs, but he's very trusting. He, he's very comfortable letting go. And interesting enough, the farmers that have taken a big step towards a freedom business um, within our community, uh, they are very trusting people. They have they're very comfortable letting go. They don't have an issue letting the the leadership go, letting the management of the meetings go, letting the marketing go, engaging people better than them to the to do the job. And what you'll typically find when you enter this this space is when you're comfortable letting go um, and you engage the right people in the right seats to to help you grow your business. Something a, a magic occurs, a real team connection kicks into gear and the business has the ability to actually improve profitability because you've got better people in the right seats with more energy, more focus, doing what they love, and you've got more people around you, and as a result, um, synergy kicks into gear. And the, the easiest way to understand synergy is if you've got one horse towing um, weight, let's say it can pull a ton, and its brother can pull the same weight, it can pull a ton. When you put those two horses together, together they can pull three tons because they they work together as a unit and this is what happens when you create a team and you're able to step back and if you like lead that team you know you you drop away from the doing and the the busyness and you drop into the world of the business owner which is all the strategic thinking looking for opportunities systemizing the business training the team 
finding new opportunities, you know, looking for looking for clever ways to inc- increase profitability, going out and visiting other people's farms. Um, this is where the magic happens and this is where you start going, oh my goodness, the, the less I'm working, the more I start to make. It's a real contradiction and a real paradox that the less you work as an owner, often the more your business will profit and generate. It's crazy, right? Um, but I, I've, I've seen this over and over and over again, um, particularly when the older generation are more comfortable handing over too, to the younger generation that have way more energy, enthusiasm, passion, you know, they've got, they've learned the latest innovations, the latest techniques, the latest technologies, and they're able to really create efficiencies within the business that help the business become significantly more profitable, more productive. Um, and you can smash these targets that we, we, we've set targets. We're not saying that's the minimum. Like, for example, net profit ratio greater than 30%. We have some farmers pushing the 50% barrier. So they're just, they're just milestones as minimals that, that you, you can go for. Um, so really, in a nutshell, that, that's, that's how you create a freedom farm. Focus on being profitable. Um, step away from being a farmer to the owner and become a leader and learn the skills of leadership, which is systems, hiring well and, and um, managing, managing people and then letting go, being comfortable letting go. Um, if you want to fast track all of this, reach out. We have just the, the most amazing coaching and mentoring program that uh, helps you bridge the gap and learn these skills. It's These are skills that um, you can't wing, right? You, you can't just all of a sudden uh, pick these skills up because they're, they're, they're quite challenging. Like, for example, how to write a detailed job description or a job ad to hire a gun, gun worker. I mean, these are skills that um, uh, I feel you, you, you know, you'd have to get out there and, and figure out. So let us know if you would like further information on this, but by all means, come along to our two-day program as we guide and walk you through um, day one, how to maximize profitability, and day two, how to create freedom. Um, and you get to do it as a family unit and walk away with your strategic plan in place um, for what you need to accomplish in the next 12 months to, to implement what we teach. So uh, please share this with another farmer. Thank you for listening to this today, and I, and I wish you all the best. But for now, take care.